Excelsior, and welcome to my brand new spin-off podcast that's in the same stream as my other one, Marvel is My Superpower. This is where I'm going to be talking about the Marvel Multiverse RPG, and in or- before I do so, though, I'm going to have some cool theme music right about now. I'm walking around like Thor, who? If he a god, I'm a god too. I'm the man around these galaxies. Tell me who wanna battle me? I'm a Corbin and I got more than flight. I control the skies like storm on might. Whack the taste out of Galactic's mouth with all my might. And repeatedly backsmack Thanos to my hands full. And his mandibles on the granophobe. And all this is before I have intercourse with the Phoenix Force. So what's up, Juan? And here we are. Uh, this is week one of the, uh, well, I guess technically it's week two. Oliver sitting next to me. So, Oliver, what do you think? He is, uh, he is not interested. We were just watching um, Foxes on TV. Uh, we, we, uh, Oliver's favorite channel is Save a Fox. Um, you should check it out. Support them if you want. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Oliver's my cat. I don't know. Have I talked about, I've talked about my cat. I don't know. Um, if you're only listening to these episodes, you have no idea. Oliver's my cat. He's a black cat. He's awesome. He's got a white toe. Um, that's all you need to know. I mean, he's, he's awesome. He's awesome. Um, but anyways, <laughs> but I digress. This is, uh, I guess we're in week two of the play test having been out, um, it was uh, Tuesday the tw- wait, what's it? 22nd, Tuesday the 19th, I think, was, was it was first released uh, to some limitations. Um, I ran it this week, uh, which is, you know, kind of my first week. Um, and I got to run it on Tuesday uh, for a couple of really cool dudes. Um, and yeah. Um, the game is interesting. Um, it plays, it, it, it's not, (laughs) it's not as well balanced as I would have hoped. Um, even for this early in a play test. Um, now that being said, I mean, I'm still kind of leveraging the play test to, to do some of my own things. Um, and I found that the developing using the system was, was kind of interesting. I created some character archetypes. I created, uh, that players could choose. Um, I could, I created some, um, uh, some different, uh, uh, super villains. Um, but I'm adapting super villains. I'm not like, Oh, I'm going to use these supervillains from the Marvel Marvel comic book universe. Like I'm adapting them from the the comics to the MCU to the cinematic universe um, for the the short campaign that I'm that I'm running. Um, and so, in adapting, you can kind of say, okay, well, this is kind of this power. Um, you know, this this kind of looks like this and whatnot. Um, so that's a big part of it. Um, you know, it's clear that they're they're trying to make something that has a wider appeal than, say, the old uh, uh, 1985 Marvel um, Marvel superheroes 
uh, uh, I think it was just Marvel superheroes role playing game. Um, uh, but everybody knows it as phase rip because of the attributes, fighting, agility, strength, endurance, reason, intuition, and psyche, um, would, and then would, would spell phase rip. This kind of tries to do a, a similar thing. Uh, the, the, the ability scores spell out Marvel. Um, I don't have them in front of me, but I'm pretty sure they are, um, might, agility, resilience, uh, vigilance, ego, and logic. Um, yeah, okay. So that's easy enough to remember. Um, honestly, they, you know, it's, it, conversion is kind of an interesting thing from phase rip because you just pull fighting off there, um, you know, and then you can kind of do a one-to-one -one with the rest of the ability scores. Um, but you, but determining where that scale is, is a little tougher. Uh, one of the notable things is that, um, this uses ranks and ranks determine how well you can do on various, uh, on various scores, how many powers you could have, how many power sets you can have access to that kind of thing. Um, it is, it doesn't do a great job, I think, of emulating what comics do, um, because there's, it's it's trying to uh, uh, make it a little bit too MMO style, um, you know, but it's early days, and the and there, you know, there's a lot of feedback to go out there. Um, I have. Uh, you know, decided that I'm going to, this is going to be a big focus of mine over the course of the next year. Cause I want to, you know, I want to contribute to this. I want to, I want, I want this to be something that I, that, you know, um, I, the, for those who don't know, uh, the original phase rip game was the first role-playing game that I ever really played. And definitely the first game I, I ever game mastered. Um, it was the first game I, I really learned and, and understood and, um, I had almost everything for it. Um, if I didn't have it, I had, uh, you know, gotten my hands on it and read it, uh, if it was an adventure. Um, you know, I've just always been a fan of that system. It's, it's not, there's a lot of imperfections. It's got a lot of, of, of things that, uh, that don't work great, but, um, it, for what it does, uh, you know, it doesn't, for example, it doesn't bother with balance and I don't care really about balance. Um, I think that balance is always a myth when you're playing role-playing games with people because some people are going to master the system and, and figure out ways to, to make it, to optimize it. Um, and then other people are going to, um, you know, uh, uh, maybe not worry about it as much and just kind of do what they feel is is fun. And, you know, they won't have the most optimized character. But um, And I think that, if you if you're focused on only balancing things, then what you're doing is you're making it so that the um, the optimizer is going to have have a leg up over the uh, anyone else. Whereas if you ignore that, if you if you're just like let's pl just play this game, and and especially with superhero role playing games. Um, then, then the optimizer, by the way, the optimizer, the other term for the optimizer is the min maxer. Um, I don't like that term because, you know, there's, there's, there's 
two kinds of min-maxers, I think. Um, there's the one who comes up with the idea that's weird and silly, and I love that. Um, one of the, the, the best gaming role-player people I know uh, uh, is uh, someone that does that, and, and, and it's amazing. And I, I love his ideas um, every time. Um, and he, I think he tries to, to get me, um, you know, for a long time, I, I would get frustrated by it, but I've come to really just enjoy whatever he's going to come up with because it's going to be awesome. Um, and, but that's, but he's, he's a, he's not, he, you, you might consider him a min maxer. He knows how to work a system and he can, he can play a system like a fiddle. He can just look, take one look at it and then he can, you know, blow it out of the water. But uh, but he never, he's always picking, um, you know, the, the option that is going to be uh, a little sillier or a little, uh, maybe not as, as vital uh, as some other things. Um, I wouldn't call him an optimizer, you know, and, and I've played with other people that, that are like that. Oh, uh, how can I be almost as more, more useless? Anyways, um, not more useless. I mean, you know. It's all about the story. Uh, that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Um, but yeah, it, as far as is the the game goes, um, you know, the it it comes with, um, I think ten superheroes, uh, pre built, um, as a short adventure with a few Hydra goons in it, and then, oh, uh, you know, some other elements. Um, and I mean, the, 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 uh, the, uh, I almost, I, I guess I could say what, the, I don't know. I don't want to say what the adventure has in case, you know, your GM is going to run it and it's like super serious. That's not much to the adventure, although it does have a kind of a cool ending, um, as written. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, um. You know, one of the things that's notable, I, I want to talk a little bit in this series about comic books and gaming in general, because those are two things I love. Um, I'm very passionate about both of them. Um, and I want to just have an opportunity to kind of really, oh, ew, excuse me, geez, um, really get into like, you know, it, this is, this is my thoughts on this and this, blah, blah, blah. Um, I mean, okay. So let's, let's get into that a little bit. When comic books are a very unique way of telling stories, superhero comics are very specific. There's a lot of, you know, tropes that are, that are elemental to it, um, and, um, and, and framing in comic books is very clear. Framing is the frame. Like there's literally a frame. Um, and so like, if you were doing a movie, a comic book is almost a storyboard of a movie. Um, you're not showing every single, like, uh, uh, frame, I guess, of, of the camera, like every single, uh, ooh, yeah, frame of footage, but you're showing, you're leaving those, 
open spaces. Um, you know, you're showing Spider-Man reeling back for a punch and then you're showing like, you know, maybe the bad guy, you know, going flying, but you're not, maybe you don't show the punch itself, you know, maybe you don't show connect unless that connection is like really cool looking. And like, there's like, there's a great way to freeze that character. And that's part of that. And I wish there were more superhero games that tried to emulate exactly that. Um, there aren't, um, but, uh, you know, there's, there have been a number that have tried. Ooh. Yeah, I am sorry that I keep yawning. That seems like a bad time to do a podcast, but here we are. We're 11.52 in it, and I, you know, what am I going to do? Um, I'm probably going to yawn some more. Um, so, but that's, you know, gaming is another way to tell a story, and when you're playing role-playing games, there's a whole different set of tropes that you're adjusting to. Um, and level is one of those tropes that is a constant thing that people note about role-playing games. I, I, you know, somebody does if somebody does a joke about uh, role-playing games in general, it's usually going to be a and d thing. You're like, I have a seventh level magic user, you know? And, um, and uh, to quote... <laughs> <laughs> to quote SLC Punk, you know, seventh level magic user. What the fuck is that? Um, it, it, it it's it's a um, it's this kind of arbitrary language that ends up being built, um, but but that's not all games contain. Um, you know, I I think maybe in the series I might explore some of the different games that are out there um, in an effort to kind of help guide where where I think that this Marvel game could potentially go. Um, and at the end of the day, if, if I look at this system and I go, this isn't the Marvel I want to do, there's a hundred other systems out there that, that do superhero stuff pretty damn well. Um, hell, there's a few things from this that maybe I'll just steal them and just put them into something else. Um, you know... Uh, I mean, I could go on and on about that. I have. You, you've listened to me for this long. Um, but here's what I want to note, uh, though, where those things can line up. And people, and, and, and a lot of times, and I've heard it so often over the years, people will say, you cannot take a role-playing game and emulate what superheroes do. I've heard that. And, and I'm moving my hands from one side, indicating like I'm holding a large thing that's 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 superheroes, and then another large thing that's role playing games. Um, just so you see the visual of what I'm doing. Um, you know, here's the here's what I'll say about that though. We can take examples from comic books. Of things that happen that are exactly what happens in fucking role-playing games. The, 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 the general means of telling a story, that advancement thing, is something that you can, you can pull from comic books. But you can't look at just every character and go, this is the way it is, right? You can't just, you can't go, hey, Spider-Man 
um, you know, like, you know, Spider-Man has mostly stayed the same since he premiered in 1962. Three? Shoot, I should know that. Should be better at that. Well, whatever. But since since he showed up, you know, he's a 15-year-old kid. Sure. And he is now an adult. Sure. And I guess, I mean... There have been things that have advanced and everything, but, you know, if you look at Spider-Man today, he's a guy shooting webs, um, sticking to walls with spider sense, and, uh, you know, fighting criminals, um, and, um, you know, kind of struggling in his personal life. Um, and that's that's exactly what he was when he first appeared. So you can't take Spider-Man and go, I'm going to build a game around this, because the game element, the role-playing game element, doesn't exist for that character. Um, Thor, you know, Thor started out as a fucking god. You know, he was he was already awesome. Is now in the comics, Thor is the the uh, the king of Asgard, and you know, okay, well, there's an advancement, but like, there's not, you know, he's he's Thor, the god, for you know, fifty years, and then now now he's king of Asgard. And that's like, there's your advancement. Like, uh, not not quite. What you need is something that somebody that has a more clear growth. The example I've used is Kitty Pride, aka Ariel, aka Shadowcat, aka even for a little while Star Lord. The reason is Kitty Pride is a character that showed up in her weakest form originally. And is now something wildly different. Um, I, it's this, this podcast is getting a little long in the tooth. Um, if you're listening to this, I'd like you to stick with me for, for the, over the year. If you're, if you're interested in the, in the Marvel game, if you're interested in kind of learning about what, what the evolution of it looks like, if you're interested in, you know, even just what game design looks like for something that isn't Dungeons and Dragons, because it's not. It's very different. Um, but it's, but it's, and some of the other games I'll be talking about will be wildly different from 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 D and D. So if all you need know is D and D, this is you know, it's a good chance to kind of learn something else. Um, but uh, but next time I'll really that'll be my my Kitty Pride episode, and I'll really break down. Kitty and and uh, and Catherine, Kate, Kate now, um, and uh, and really talk about what that looks like. Um, hell, I might have to do research and sometimes have notes for this show, unlike most other episodes. So, um, but thanks for joining me. Um, you know, just like I say on my other show, uh, you know, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, I hope. You are having a great time and a great day. Um, if you've never played a role-playing game before and you have an interest in doing so, you know, feel free to, you, you can hit me up at doc, at docpalindrome.com. Um, I'm, I'm always, I'm always willing to take feedback there. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll read it off. Um, if, uh, you know what, and, and and let me commit to this. I'm going to figure out how people can do audio commentary, and we'll get that out there uh, this coming week. 
Um, but otherwise, uh, thanks for listening. Um, my song up at the top, by the way, just so you know, was, um, uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to drop it at the end here. Um, just after the bottom. So thanks so much. And we'll see you later. Oh, (laughs) make mine marble. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, Be sure to subscribe and all that jazz. The song at the top is Beta Ray Bill by Big Ray the Rapper. Used with his permission. He's awesome. His stuff is fantastic. Um, Go check it out. He's on SoundCloud. He's on Spotify. Um, He's on iTunes. Uh, Great stuff. And, of course, you know, wrote a song about everybody's favorite Corbinite. Um, Thanks again for listening. Uh, When I do another playtest, I'll have another episode. Until then, make mine marvel.